Welcome to Pastor's Chat today. We've been looking at Romans chapters 9, 10, and 11. Some people call it the, the parenthesis of the book of Romans, an insert where Paul is describing the faithfulness of God to his people Israel. Israel, God's elect people, God's chosen people, this wonderful nation that has brought us the Bible, has given us the Messiah, the nation has taught us that you only can know the true, the living God, the one and only creator God by faith. That's what God used Israel for, to help the world to know who he really is. And if you ask me, how do I know the Bible is the word of God? How can I prove the Bible is the word of God? I really don't think I have to prove it as such because the Bible itself proves itself to be the Word of God. It is the Word of God. It's quick. It's powerful. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. All you got to do is proclaim it and it proves itself. All you have to do is light a stick of dynamite and it'll prove itself to exactly what it is. And my friend, that's what the Word of God is. But you said, give me one word that proves the Bible to be true. Well, if I had to choose a word, I'd choose the word Israel. Israel. No nation like Israel. The only nation in the world that has a complete history. It has a past, it has a present, and it has a future. A nation that's stood the test of time like no other nation. No other nation. An ancient nation that still exists today in its entirety. Well, I'm excited today to say we're going to finish up Romans 9, 10, and 11. And uh, in Romans chapter 9, God is dealing with Israel's past election. In Romans 10, Israel's present rejection because of their disobedience. And then in Romans 11, Israel's future restoration. So that kind of sums up these three chapters. But if I had two other words to sum up this, these three chapters, it would be the word God's faithfulness, God's faithfulness, and the word disobedience or the word obedience. And so I want to read the last verses of chapter 11. And so he says, As regard to the gospel, they are enemies of God for your sake. And he's speaking of Israel today. They're enemies of the gospel. They don't want the gospel. They've rejected Jesus Christ. But as regards election, they are beloved for the sake of their forefathers. For the gifts and the callings of God are irrevocable. For just as you were at one time disobedient to God, but now have received mercy because of their disobedience, so they too now have been disobedient in order that by the mercy shown to you, they also may now receive mercy. For God has consigned all to disobedience that he may have mercy on all. And basically saying consigned all to disobedience, meaning both Jew and Gentile, we have all been disobedient, meaning we all need his mercy. And the only way to receive his mercy is because of his faithfulness to give us a Savior, Jesus Christ. And so he says in verse 33, Oh, the depth of the riches and wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable, how unsearchable are his judgments and how inscrutable his ways. For who has known the mind of the Lord? Who has been his counselor? Or who has given a gift to him that he might be repaid? 
for from him and through him and to him are all things. To him be glory forever. Amen. And so, my friend, this is our takeaway from these three chapters. God is faithful. He'll still be faithful to his nation Israel, even though they were disobedient and rejected him. And God is faithful to his church, his church, the body of Christ. And God is faithful to you. He'll be faithful to you. He never gives up on you. And today, we'll never ever truly figure out the mystery of God and all his ways are beyond our understanding. But still to him be glory, both now and forever. Amen. That's the final word. God's sovereign. God is God and we are not. Trust him today. He's faithful. You be faithful to him. God bless and have a great day.